And we are back. The questions just keep building for the administration of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson, as we'll detail in our first few stories today. But questions arise, too, for Cuyahoga County about a long-running criminal probe there and for the president about guns. I'm Chris Quinn, editor of Cleveland.com, and this is the Wake Up Daily Briefing. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson told homicide detectives who wanted to interview his grandson, Frank Q. Jackson, about a deadly daytime shooting a few weeks back that the 22-year-old would give a statement the following day and police did not take the grandson into custody. That's quite unusual. Adam Fries reports that in a typical case, officers would arrest the person, giving investigators time to collect evidence, including any gunshot residue. It's the second big anomaly to arise with the grandson. Adam reported last week that city prosecutors failed to charge Jackson's grandson in a beating case with details that should have made charges automatic. When the city prosecutor's inexplicable lapse was discovered, the county prosecutor took the case to a grand jury, which indicted Frank Hugh Jackson on felony charges. On Monday, he pleaded not guilty to felony assault, abduction, and failure to comply with the police officer's charges. Now, County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley wants someone other than the Cleveland police to handle the homicide investigation to avoid any appearance that police are going easy on the mayor's grandson. Today, you can find yet another story about the matter by Adam on Cleveland.com, one that looks at how Mayor Frank Jackson has spent four terms trying to address gang culture, guns, and other public scourges, with those issues now on Jackson's doorstep because of his grandson, and of a photo of an armed felon on Jackson's driveway that recently circulated on social media. In another story that could mean trouble for the mayor, Cleveland Municipal Judge Michelle D. Early has asked the Ohio Supreme Court to appoint a visiting judge to review the criminal complaint that Cleveland's Firefighters Union has filed against the city's fire chief. The union wants the chief charged for campaigning for the mayor in violation of the city charter, Early asked for the visiting judge to avoid any questions about the impartiality of her court, an arm of city government. Finally, in another blow to the Jackson administration, a Warrensville Heights contractor admitted in court Monday that he bribed a City of Cleveland official to get favorable treatment for a demolition job. Eric Witherspoon acknowledged giving a $3,000 bribe to the city's former demolition bureau chief, Rufus Taylor. Things are not much quieter over at the county government building, where state investigators dropped a subpoena in their continuing criminal probe of the administration of County Executive Armin Budish. Detectives want jail-related emails exchanged among top county and Metro Health Medical Center officials over four years. The subpoena was issued in the case against former jail director Ken Mills, who stands accused of several felony-level crimes, including lying in a public hearing. The investigation of the county has its roots in reports by the county's internal auditor, and that office has seen some upheaval this year. The auditor whose work launched the criminal probe, Corey Swaysgood, quit earlier this year, and then his replacement quit a few months later. Monday, Cuyahoga's next interim internal auditor was approved by a county council committee, making her the third person to fill the role in less than a year. Rose Karam, who had been internal audit manager, replaces Kim Seeley. In Washington, as President Donald Trump awarded the Medal of Valor to six Dayton police officers who responded to last month's mass shooting, some top Ohio Democrats, including the Dayton mayor, 
were calling for Republicans to pass gun background check legislation. And lastly, in a push to boost voter registration, Ohio last month mailed postcards to 120,000 unregistered young adults identified through driver's license and state ID records. But advocates acknowledge that an increasing number of young people aren't getting driver's licenses, so the voter drive at the driver license offices won't bring them to the voter rolls. Thank you for listening. You can find any updates to these stories and plenty of other news anytime you wish at cleveland.com. We'll be back tomorrow.